welcome to the Daily Reprieve, where we provide essays, speaker meetings, workshops, and conferences in podcast format. We are an ad-free podcast. If you enjoy listening, please help us be self-supporting by going to donate.thedailyreprieve.com and drop a dollar or two into the virtual basket. Please consider donating monthly by clicking the Donate Monthly button. However, one-time donations are always welcome. Just click the Donate Now button. Now, without further ado, this episode of The Daily Reprieve. Thank you so much. Uh, hello again. Um, I, I am very surprised. Uh, I didn't think that it's so multinational meeting. And uh, I just was thinking that type of um, European meeting and it was something in my mind and I'm so happy to be connected to my fellow friends uh, all around the world. Um, I came to this program at 2014. Uh, it's a little more than six years and um, I'm so happy to be here and talk here uh, about the topic. Um, I didn't want to um, speak about the um, stage that I was before coming to SA. We all know about it and um, we have many common or special experiences that brought us this program. But um, I came to SA, actually I didn't want to come. It wasn't with my choice, um, but pain and depression and being completely powerless and uncontrollable grabbed me. And I had to. I had no way to choose. And um, I was very, very frightened when I came to program. Was no meeting in our city, and no one sober here. I was the first one that is to stay sober in my city, and I um, cried uh, in a phone call that I made to uh, my friends, women. <coughs> I started the first. Um, okay, and what has filled me, even at communicating communicating with my uh, female friends, I couldn't uh, get connected to a female, and I. I was disabled in all parts of my life. Um, with very difficulty, I, I would go to my work uh, and handle my job. It was a lot of pressure on me. I was so sensitive, uh, so so many resentments, uh, anger, no acceptance of my life, my uh, family, my parents, my nothing I, I couldn't accept it and but something in my heart was 
telling me that it is the only way and you need to go and you have no way back. I just knew that I have no way back and I was completely disappointed. Uh, when now I think about that time, I can't believe that um, higher power helped me to come all this way. It's like a great miracle. Um, when I took a sponsor, I started to work a step um, by phone. Uh, she was far away from me and I started to work steps with her and at every step that I worked my sponsor um, Higher power gave me his messages Whatever I needed to take in every step But I was very resistant especially at first year of my recovery I just continued working the steps, step one, two, three. I, I was going on, but um, it was so much resistance in me. Uh, I was type of people who come to this program and believe in a higher power, believe a creator, but uh, my trust was very weak. I was so weak at trusting the higher power. Uh, but the thing that helped me to go on was that uh, there's no way back. No way back. I just had to. I, I just had to go forward. I don't mean that I was all the time perfect. I I had so many. Uh, I was part of the people who are so resistant front of the new things. It wasn't easy and. Uh, principles and concepts of the steps that my sponsor um, was giving it to me it was so hard for me to accept it. Uh, anyway, the thing that helped me was that I continued to work the steps. I was persistent in this way, even with my fears, even with the pains that I experienced. But so much of this pain were related to my resistance against the principles of the program, being powerless and I, I wouldn't take them easy. But uh, I continued and I was all the time praying. I remember a day that I in my recovery without creating my higher power. Even if my trust was weak, just like it food that I serve at every day, I continue to pray. I pray for my emptiness, for my feelings, for my emotional pain, for my spiritual voice. Uh, all the time I prayed, Many times I felt that this doesn't have any effect, honestly. And also I was talking about this with my high power. Um, 
I hope that my internet connection quality is good. If it is not, please let me know. And continued my steps until step 11, I um, I couldn't go on with my sponsor. I couldn't have a type of connection that I wanted. I wasn't uh, comfortable with her. And uh, again, something in my heart told me to change my sponsor. I changed her and uh, I got a new sponsor at step 11, and again, she brought me back to step one. Uh, after one year and nine months of my sobriety, my second sponsor was, um, I was very comfortable with her, and started to working steps again. Um, when I started the steps again, I understood that my first working Gavi steps was completely an sketchy word and something just just getting brief new information from these steps. It wasn't that much uh, functional in my life. It was just like having some brief information about these steps. Uh, but when I started the steps again, I practiced uh, the steps in each step, step one, step two, three. They have their own uh, principles, and my higher power led me through these steps to um, and helped me to practice these steps in my daily life. Um, I always prayed in that time that uh, God, please help me to um, please help me to use my talents in the program the way that you want, the way that your will is. I didn't know what I wanted, but um, I asked for this all the time. I have no idea what I was praying, but it was pray I, I don't know why. And uh, now I believe that the higher power um, also was in my prayers. I understood that my prayers weren't even my prayers, but it seemed that it was my prayers. It was it was God's will. But I do that prayer. Um, I remember first that I was very interested in English language. Um, I had a total degree, but uh, because of uh, engaged, being engaged in addiction, I couldn't be able to use any of my talents. I, I, I had worked so much on 
education, uh, my degrees, but but nothing worked well. And I remember first time that um, I had my first trip, my, my first um, trip to Tehran to participate in a workshop. Uh, was Nicholas uh, as a speaker. So my first uh, travel to see my fellows after about two years, I hadn't seen any fellow friends from doing uh, face to face. For the first time, it was a huge workshop, and I had a chance to serve as a translator in the workshop. Uh, it was a beginning for me, I guess. Uh, I thank God that. Thank you that you use my talents to be at your service. That was the beginning. When I came back from that trip, I was at step three. Uh, and also at the midst of the step two. I had very Lust has distorted every aspect of my life. My relationship with my friends, with my family, my relationship with my work, my job, my religion. I was, I was Muslim, but I didn't know why. I couldn't accept the principles, and I was all the time war with my religious principles and other aspects of my life too. My thoughts, my beliefs, my the way that I look in in the world, the way that I see the things, all the things from myself, from my family, the society and the world. They were all distorted. I understood it after working the second time of my step work. When I came returned from that trip from Tehran, I experienced a huge sense of emptiness. I didn't know why. I, I was so I was feeling so bad. I was thinking that I was saying to my higher power, why, why this should happen? I'm sober for two years. I'm working the steps. I have a sponsor. I have sponsors. Everything is good. I had my job. I nothing. But I was very, I was feeling so stressed, so uh, desperate. I felt, okay, so what? To be okay, sober. Daily be sober, just uh, for example, sometimes do service, go to work, and live a life of sobriety. Then what? It was very hard for me, and I felt that I'm feeling worse than what I was before coming to the and I felt this worst feeling uh, also in other states of my recovery. And I doubted 
confidence is really a safe word. If my feelings are like this, if my feelings are even worse than what I was when before coming to this age, so what's the sobriety meaning? And to being free to do what I want to do was a great wish when I came to this. But um, also it seemed like unimaginable. I couldn't believe that I could stay sober. I could schedule for myself. I was the type of person that my schedule was at the service of last thing. I never had a program for myself. Never. And even the little parts of my life, I couldn't have any program for myself. I was in the prison of lust. So it was very huge for me to be free, to be sober, to do a good life. But it's very difficult feeling of emptiness came to me at the second year of, at the starting the third year of my sobriety. But the thing that helped me, my, my sponsor told me, okay, accept this uh, and look for a purpose. I told him thousands of, thousands of times, I don't have any purpose. I told her that, okay, the sobriety doesn't mean anything to me. I don't like it. I, I don't want to come back to the life that I had before coming to SA. But even I have no idea why I'm so and what's going to what's going to happen for me. She told me to accept it, to pray for it, and go on. The higher power will show me the way. Later on, I worked the other steps again and started to work on my step four and five, and at, um, when I was going to finish my third year of sobriety, I was for second time as step six and seven. I, <laughs> it was a revolution that happened in myself, and the higher power changed me so much in that steps, step six and seven. But uh, I can say that it was the most difficult stage of my life. I don't want to make anyone who's here to be afraid of working the steps. Uh, it was the most difficult stage of my life, working the steps six and seven for a second time. But again, another miracle happened. I don't want to go into the details. Step six and seven helped me to know myself, to know my true personality, to discover myself. At step six and seven, I discovered myself. I discovered what lust was after for. After three years, it was the beginning of my discovery was the beginning to know myself. Okay, thank you. Uh, I wish that it was a 
one hour speaking panel I could Of this program is not sobriety. Sobriety is so great, it's so huge. It is the biggest miracle, but it's the foundation. It's only the foundation of the purpose. Uh, after my third year of sobriety, sobriety wasn't at all purpose for me. It didn't mean that I didn't want to be sober. It didn't mean that I didn't want to uh, come back. It wasn't a journey for me. To know that what is lost, looking for, in, in all your life, what's it, what's been looking for? And the higher power showed me the way to go on, to know my strengths, to focus on my strengths, and to use them in my personal life, in my job, in my relationships, in society, among friends. And the thing that changed in me was that I was thinking globally. It's a miracle program that you come from a world that you are just, you just see yourself. You're just selfish. You just think about that, how I'm going to finish today. How I'm going to finish today without hurting myself. In a little cage, you are in prison. But after working this steps, you get so many messages. You come out of yourself. You remember what you were. The miracle program, the spiritual awakening that we talk all the time for me is that we remember. I remembered who I was. It was about forgetting all I was for about 30 years. It was three years ago that the dramatic change happened to me. It was, I was in my 30s. 30 years, it was like being in sleep. It was like being on pause. And then through the steps, and with the help of your sponsor, with the help of the higher powers, You become to think globally. You, you love to give to others because you need it. It is not a need of weakness. It is not out of weakness. It is not out of being, I don't know, miserable. It is, it is a lonely need. It is a need that brings love inside yourself and so huge for me and today after 
that much of feeling emptiness that I experienced that uh, the year of my sobriety it hasn't been a day that I have felt emptiness that I felt when I'm sober I think in one day Even that my problems in my life are are, are sometimes more difficult than um, years ago. I have new problems. I face new challenges that I didn't have. But um, the feeling that you are useful, you are you are so blissful. You are so you are a blessing for yourself, and it is not. Okay, thank you. So happy that you gave this time to me, and I'm so sorry that I, I couldn't um, talk the way maybe that I didn't want it. I wanted to be perfect, but I know that maybe I can't be like that. Thank you so much. I done. This is Francis. Go ahead, Francis. <clears throat> Thank you. And Fatima, many, many thanks. What a, a wonderful witness and experience and hope. And uh, I particularly like when you said that uh, step six and seven were difficult because at the moment I'm working step six and seven for the second time. And that's exactly where I am. And I'm finding it's really challenging me to work out who I am. I've been through some assessments really just recently with psychologists and left myself with a question, actually, who am I? because I don't have a clue, I do not know. They've really made me feel as though I'm nothing. Uh, but the program is bringing that back, and step six and seven certainly are challenging me to really think, who is the real Francis? And that the sobriety is only the beginning of that journey. So thank you for what you said, because it's really helped me tonight. So thank you. Thank you, Francis. Hello, I'm Raquel. Uh, Thank you, Fatma. I, I would like to ask you, I was very surprised that you changed your sponsor at 11 step. I was so surprised. Uh, uh, why, instead of uh, waiting uh, one short time to finish the step, you decided to start again with another sponsor? That's uh, very, very curious for you. Uh, I didn't have the last part of the question. Say that again, Fatima, you're a little soft. Uh, I didn't have the last part of the question that my friend asked. What? Why I didn't, why I returned to the step one after working 11 steps i think she might have been asking something about uh the changing of sponsors in the middle of the steps did i get that part of it right and and uh maybe some if you could talk more about that 
Should I answer the questions one by one or? Sure. Okay. Um, I guess first, uh, the first one wasn't the question. Did I get it right? Yeah, um, but I think she wanted to know more about your your uh, changing the changing of sponsor. It, uh, no, I mean uh, the question, the thing that uh, Francis talked about. It wasn't a question. Yeah, I'm. Uh, or I'm supposed to talk about it. You can you can talk about it's your it's your floor, Fatima. Thank you can talk about you. your personal experience. Thank you. Okay, Francis. Um, um, actually, step six. Um, my experience is that uh, just go on, and you may you may feel very. Um, I don't know say, you may feel that the program doesn't work. Uh, you may feel so many feelings, okay? You may think that uh, you haven't been at the program until now. You may feel that the SA hasn't worked for you until now and may not work for you after this. Uh, but the key is that uh, continue with your sponsor and with the steps and uh, the very very important thing in this step is to uh, have a, a new connection to your higher power maybe the connection that you had with your higher power is not functioning well at this stage it was right for this but ask him ask for help from him to how to change this relationship how to change this connection and how to ask help for him most of the time we don't know how to ask help from our higher power and this will go on you will um, you will get through this stage and uh, so many things also happened for me at this stage, six and seven. I hurt myself so much. I was so... Um, I don't want to talk about it because I guess it's not going to be a good motive for the others. It was just a personal experience. And everyone's experience is unique here, although that we work the same steps. But just go on. Even if you want to get help from psychologists, uh, or if even if you need medical help or um, whatever you need, that's fine. It doesn't mean that the program doesn't work. If you get help from psychologists, it doesn't mean it. Um, the key is just to continue towards the steps and rebuild your uh, connection with the higher power and ask for the messages, ask for the guidance for help. And about the second question that I why I returned to the step one after working the step eleven, it seems like wasting time. It seems like uh, a foolish choice, uh, but um, 
you know what I believe after six years that uh, although you you are the one who takes the responsibility of recovery you are the one who um, choose a sponsor you are the one who connect your sponsor to get help through his steps uh, this demand should be from you should start from you but um, the true director is the higher power. Uh, I don't suggest for anyone who is in step 11 come back to step 1. Or I don't suggest that anyone to change his, his or her sponsors uh, for the reasons that I had. But uh, my belief is that this is the process that higher power directs. Maybe you are not that much uh, in it. You are in it, but you are just going to do your part. I felt, as a practice of step 11, that we refer to our inner, um, refer to our inner callings. It was a calling inside me. Um, I feel it is calling for changing the sponsor had started uh, from months ago but um, it was going it was getting intense it was getting uh, more powerful to change your sponsor and she's not working for you i didn't mean that she wasn't good i needed to change it i needed to go into the new stage of the recovery my sponsor was enough until that stage for me after that, I needed another one. I needed to look at these steps from other point of view. And uh, it was my own choice to start from step one. Actually, she didn't force me to choose to come to start from step one again. Uh, it was my, I felt that I needed, I felt that I, I, I need to come, start again because I felt that um, working a step was not that much, um, working well in my life. I felt it and I chose it and it was really good. And I strongly believe that it was the, it was the willing of my higher poverty. Because after experiencing this, um, this thing, we start again, uh, I felt very good. I, uh, I got new experiences and I was okay with this. I thought this is the right thing. Thanks, thanks, Fatima. Now I think I understand what your question was. When a person asks a question, feel free to immediately respond, even if it's not exactly a question. You you are free to respond if you have some thoughts on the topic. So the floor is is still open. If someone would like to comment or ask a question or share. Hi, Denise here. I raised my hand in the chat box. I just wanted to say hi, Fatima. Uh, thank you for all your service. Uh, it's wonderful to hear your share and your experience. And lovely to see your face for the first time, I have to say. And um, real pleasure. Um, and what struck me was connection to the higher power, you know. And also, um, finding out who I am after 
all of the como eu you know after all of my past you know i think that's really interesting what you said that variety is just the beginning you know and then the rest is it's what the program for and I, that has been my experience as well and what does god want to use me for how does god want to use my gift and that came out very strongly in your share and i thank you for it thank you Thank you. I guess I have been. Uh, I have to corresponding with you through the email. I'm right. Yes, you have. <laughs> ah, yes. <laughs> okay, but I hadn't seen your face for the first time for me. I know. Yeah. I, I said we have just one damage in whole day. Uh, well, <laughs> I think there might be. I'm not sure. I don't know. But yes, it was me for the translations. Okay. Yes, that's who you're in contact with. <laughs> okay. For for a long time, I, I'm sorry to take the time off the floor, but um, I was thinking for months that you are mad. <laughs> ah. <laughs> Now I understand a few things. <laughs> let's 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 go ahead and open it up for a, a couple more shares so that we can use our time. Afterwards, we can chat. Let's see if someone else would like to share. Hi, this is Dennis. Can I make a quick comment? Sure, Dennis. Yeah, thank you so much, Fatima. That was very powerful, and it's amazing for me um, to hear the the steps spoke about so eloquently and the power that recovery is in your life. And one thing I wanted to say that really touched me was um, there is sobriety, but recovery is when you said, I just want to go through my day without hurting somebody. Wow. That is powerful. And that is something I'm going to take today and meditate on. And uh, that's very, very powerful. So thank you for being here sharing today. It was really um, in really good share. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, it looks like Denise O has her hand up and would like to share something. I've already shared, thanks. Okay, gotcha. Well, let's open it up to those with less than 30 days now. We have a few, for, few more minutes. Well, my name's Lee, and I'm a sexaholic. I uh, wanted to say I really like this meeting uh, because it is so powerful to see and hear all of the different cultural expressions of recovery and to experience that we are all so similar in this disease and recovery. I, uh, too, have experienced the uh, emptiness and desperation of not acting out and, uh, and not getting any relief. And I experienced that for six months before I found SA. Uh, and when I found SA, that uh, experience started to change with the development of spirituality. Uh, but it didn't keep the emptiness from going away uh, until I had been through the steps more than once. 
and I started to experience the power of my higher power, and I got recovery. To hear uh, your description of that uh, was very powerful, and uh, I, I really feel a connection uh, with all the people uh, on this meeting, and especially our speaker. Thank you so much. Thank you, Lee. Thank you so much. Hi, I'm Nancy. I'm a sexaholic. Um, I came into the, I loved what you said about um, international and being aware of the worldwide, that you touch the world and the world touches you and that you wanted your higher power to use your talents in service around the world. Um, but I, ju I just love, I love this worldwide part of it. I've been in this program for 27 years. That's not my sobriety date. Um, it's December 1504, but it's only been about a year and a half that I became aware of this, the whole world of SA. I'm so glad you're part of that world with me. Thank you. Thank you, Nancy. So happy to be part of the We have time for a couple more shares. My name is Arash, I'm sexaholic. Um, just want to, can you hear me, Daniel? Yes, Arash, go ahead. Great, hi. Just want to, yeah, just share my feeling and gratitude to Fatima. I know her for a couple of years, and uh, um, I know Fatima has done a lot of service for the Iranian Fellowship. And we have worked together before. It was uh, amazing to hear your story. Um, a lot of good messages for me. and. Um, yeah, I'm really, really, really grateful to be able to make this meeting. I had difficult to reach home, but at the end I could and glad to hear you. And thanks for the service. Just want to share my gratitude with you all. Thank you. Thank you, Arash. Happy to see you I'm Jared, sexaholic uh, from the UK. I just uh, was struck by your comment that within sobriety you were suffering and you felt at the time that you felt, well, why should I be suffering in sobriety? And I think the steps guided me are guiding me to the fact that it's suffering has a meaning when the steps are there. And, and they're, they're, they're basically fertilizer for growth of the spirit. But I found it interesting that we you know, everything has meaning and we have a place in God's plan with it. So I'll leave it there. Thank you. Thank you, Gerard. Thank you. But, but just as a point, I, I think, I believe it wasn't suffering from sobriety. Uh, it was a natural suffering. 
Um, I didn't want to come back to the time, but I wasn't sober. I had nothing there. There was nothing left for me there that want to come back and take. Uh, I don't mean that I had gone all the way to the end of the acting out, but I know that I had nothing in my previous life. But the suffering was that uh, suffering is mostly about uh, feeling that you have no way. Um, maybe you feel that you have a way to get back to the, the time that you were not, you weren't sober. Or um, it, it was just because that I, I didn't, I, I was at the, it was like at a dead end. Uh, Thank you. Maybe one more share or two short ones. Um, I'm Nancy. I'm still a sexaholic. Um, I want to thank, thank you, Fatima, but also thank the Worldwide Fellowship. Um, probably three weeks ago, maybe even two weeks ago, I really wanted to act out. I did not care. Um, I didn't even care about... Um, whether I knew I would want to kill myself, because that's what I think for me would be the the result of choosing to act out again. But what saved me was the world of the SA Fellowship. Um, when I think about the folks that I've met around the world, especially on Zoom or at some of the internationals, that's what made the biggest difference. I'm going back to what you said again about the world and, and you know, God using your talents around the world. It's amazing. Thank you. Thank you, Nancy. Maybe one more super quick share. If not, we'll close the meeting. Uh, um, it's exciting. Can I be here? Uh, two people talking. I heard Hamid. Hamid? Yeah. Can I be here? Go ahead. Hi, my name is Hamid. Sixalik Wangran. Thank you, Fatima, for your courage and vulnerability. Uh, actually, it reminded me that. Uh, it's about not the situation that I can be sober in the program. You've been sober since you came into the program without meetings, and it is amazing. Uh, I can remember when I read in the books that some fellows, prison fellows, broke the program by letters. I just told myself it 
it's impossible. But I can see now people like you who are sober since they came to the program, even without face-to-face -face meetings. So it's more about me, not the situation. And it is a good message for me. Uh, as I know you, you are very serious in the program. And uh, I think it is the key that can help you. I would like to thank you for listening to this episode of The Daily Reprieve, the best source for experience, strength, and hope for SA members. Please subscribe to this podcast to be alerted of new episodes. Please show your support by donating to The Daily Reprieve by going to donate.thedailyreprieve.com and choosing either monthly donations or a one-time donation by clicking Donate Now. Thank you for listening, and stay tuned for the next episode of The Daily Reprieve.